Okay, hi guys. <laughs> Welcome to the second segment of Real Talk. <laughs> now we're going to focus on a specific article that we all thought would affect um, high school teenage lives. Um, basically, the article talks about this uh, ex physics teacher uh, from Potomac High High School, I think. Potomac um, Falls High School. Potomac Falls High School in Loudoun, in Loudoun County. Um, he went to MIT and Georgetown Law School, and he talks about how he thinks the grading system should be completely eliminated from high school. Um, articles about. So basically, uh, let me just give a brief overview for the article. So the article, he pretty much states how uh, he thinks the grading system should be completely eliminated from schools because he thinks a lot of students are starting to cheat out the system, um, you know, getting easier teachers who they think that are easier um, or, like, taking easier classes so that they can get higher grades, and they're starting to get easy A's. Like, a lot of teachers are giving out. Yeah, yeah, like, completion grades instead of actual grades. Uh, Yeah, so, yeah, quantity over quality. Um, So basically... Like, completion, like, if you have more papers on Yeah, so, basically, like, what he's trying to state is that um, it's getting easier for people to get A's and B's instead of, you know, what they rightfully deserve, um, and he thinks that should be eliminated, and instead, at the end of the year, that they should give out, like, an AP, not an AP exam, but an exam that um, tests knowledge and things that you learn, um, not no, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. Right For example, I'd like to talk about my English grade this year. It's not very good. But why? It's because you came from India. Okay. It's, I mean, because this year we've been focusing on the real hardcore IB stuff, so we haven't had a lot of stuff, like only the main tests and essays, and I haven't done good on that. So my grade drops, but I think it's wrong. Because we should focus on um, developing the student better. Like, it's unfair if you just give the student an exam at the end of the year. And then, yeah, no, the whole article doesn't matter. It's the last part that he talks about in, uh, I believe, third to last paragraph when he talks about education. Is education the source of America's economic problems? I think that this is um, a very bad case because... We didn't even explain because, <laughs> Because if yes. colleges don't encourage us to have this point GPA average or this point GPA, what if yes, competitive? Because that is the first stop, thing you ever said <laughs> that I agree with so and makes sense. If colleges wouldn't like put us all this pressure on us, we wouldn't have all this pressure to have the grades. Because if like if they tested our knowledge, like how much we've learned. We'd actually wouldn't care about our grades because it only matters how much we've learned, like he's saying in the paper. Um, I think that, yeah, now um, school is actually about grades, and we have these benchmarks to hit, and we have to work so hard to exceed them so that we get into college. You can no longer get into Mason with just a 3.5 GPA, and Mason is not even the best school out there, and there are high-achieving students who, who are going to do anything they can to get into schools, like big schools like Harvard, so I think that there probably should be another system, I just don't know what that system would be. There's actually a school, like, up in New Hampshire where they, they just base it, like, they don't base anything off of grades, like, it's like, nothing off of grades, and, like, I think, like, schools like that are, like, better, because, honestly, like, like in the long run, like, teachers, like, um, Parents end up like harassing teachers, like, "Oh, what can my son or daughter do to like bring their grade up?" Versus like trying to like help them understand the concepts better. I think that that's like.
Well, I think a lot of people are talking about, like, an alternative system. And I think we really honestly should look up to other countries, see what other countries are doing, because they're excelling way far ahead of us. And, I mean, people are always talking about, oh, what should we do with our education? Well, look at China. Look at India. I mean, look at Japan. Their their education is yeah. far better than ours. Back to the statement that's that funny Nadia said it's better. It's because, first of all, it's privately owned. It's not public. It's not public schools. They have to uh, kind of apply themselves to a school. They have to start at an early age, for example. I know for Hong Kong, even before your child is born, you have to sign them up for preschool. Do you know how insane that is compared to our system? For our system, we all have equal education, equal opportunity. While theirs in Asia and Middle East, the growing nations, their education is based on their money income level, their family education, rather than their ability to learn. I mean, but in the U.S., it is kind of like that, too. I mean, the, the better the school, the more the tuition, I mean, generally, I mean... Except for state schools. But, but they start with, like, primary schools rather than um, secondary schools. I have something to say. This article isn't based on schools, actually. It's based on the students and how competitive they are in their grades. So just to make that clear, we're not talking about schools. Okay, well, it's the article. I think we, Well, the article is mostly just a teacher saying, like, of how, how the students pretty much cheat the system so that way they can get higher grades without really doing as much work as they should be. I think, first of all, I guess this is done, this scamming the system, but I, what I've seen, it's not, like, really done by students. Like, the reality is you still have to work pretty hard. No, in most classes, you still have to work pretty hard to get a grade good grade like i mean yeah sure there are ways to go around but many teachers aren't just going to grade it the morning in her car first of all i think we need to reassess what our education is for is it to get good grades or is it to teach our students like really what is the goal of our education that's what that's exactly that's what we should base it off and uh amelie yeah. made a great that's point really that we should look at oh sorry it was nadia Nadia made a great point that we should look at what other countries are doing. I think another reason why kids are getting so frustrated and, like, just BSing the work is because we have way too much, like, homework. And that's another thing I noticed about other countries. There was a poll done that showed that countries that have higher, uh, uh, such as Korea, which uh, have higher rates for tests and stuff, they give a lot less homework than in America. And so I think that it's better because... Kids are so stressed at home, then they're so stressed because they're so stressed. (laughs) Yeah, because they're so stressed with the work at home, then they don't really concentrate anymore in school. And that causes, well, that causes a problem in school, and then they don't want to do it. So they just BS it. They don't push themselves. So we need to cut the homework to three hours. This is my plan I propose. That we should cut homework, all your subjects put together should equal three hours. Okay, if but the average student has about eight hours. Uh, also, I think the biggest problem isn't necessarily homework, it's interest. A lot of people are starting to but lose But why do interest. they lose interest? Because they have to do the work at home, too. Because they have to do the work at home. So homework. You're mentioning Asia, right? In Asia, you don't have boyfriends. Oh, don't you don't have Asia. girlfriends, okay? <laughs> Their society is way different. And about the homework thing. They do more work than we do at school. Cool. At school, we do, like, group works. We do interactions. We do Socratic seminars. But then, it's all strictly book work. You read the book, write down what you know. 
Well, I actually have, based on the Asian system, I have posed my own system. I will oh, just hear me out. Just hear me out. Under my system, what it would be, I would cut out extracurriculars, lump everybody in honors classes, What's and let hell? let it compete. We let the weaklings struggle, oh, and then okay. we replace them. Fair. We already have foreigners coming and taking top tier jobs. We should let the students who are serious. But there's compete. some people who struggle. Yeah, need they that struggle extra and they stay at the bottom and they fill out the base. In the job market, they fill out the bottom. Those are your patty flippers. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the competitive people. That's, I, that's so totally unfair. That is the reality here. Okay. No, it's not. Okay, I think the biggest problem is that our honors classes and our regular classes. Um, has like such a huge divide. Like if you go to a normal there shouldn't be class such thing. and an honors class, like the teachers, I, I might be biased. Like I feel like they push you yeah. more no, in honors even, class. Even, even if you're in honors class, which is the teachers might yeah. not have Just the same standards. standards. Yeah, and I, I think like yeah, they don't have the exact same standards that they have for an honors class. Which lets like a lot of kids to. But that's just an honors class is more than just a lot of words. You know, an honors class is a honors behavior, higher level of thinking. No, it's a lot more, and that's why I don't agree. Why are we separating students? Because in the future they're going to fail in society. We need to put them together. I mean, I know obviously they're going to be separated once the real world comes open. Okay, this is you know this is where I want to mention GT versus AAP, all that mm -hmm. stuff. Okay, so for your middle schools, you guys took all honors classes, right? But then there are kids who are separated into GT centers, and there they are taught the same uniform things in those classes. For example, um, where I went, you didn't choose your core classes. If you were in GT, you had those classes. You didn't choose. You had the same teachers. And from what I think about it, rather than choosing honors and regular, you learn a lot more since you aren't pressured to be honors student since there's a uniform class for all those people in that program. Yeah, actually, I think this whole separating the regulier, as we like to say, <laughs> and uh, the honors kids, I think this is a liberal, progressive conspiracy to slow America down. No, I it is. It's, well, I'm not saying it slows America. Can I finish? Um, actually, Fairfax County has been a part of Queen of the idea mm -hmm. of removing all regular classes changing the regular students into honors and the honors into IP and AP. So, that's so honors classes in AP, IB is a test. That is it. No, it's not. Yeah. No, no, it's not. She has the best That's the whole thing. That's communism by socialism. Ask her. She knows the best. By the way, we're off topic, guys. This has No, but it's a good discussion. No, because the article talks about students who choose their classes. And whether their classes are easy, easy A classes, it all Why would you want to choose something hard rather than something easy? That's exactly that's what's exactly, wrong with American society. No, that, that's those what, are the students who become patty flippers. That concludes our Real Talk special on American education. If you want your opinion to be heard on Real Talk, call 703-472-2118 or follow us on Twitter at Real Talk 12.